We know you are always on the go. That's why we have Visual Mobile. It's our site made for you while you are on the road. And all you need to do is log into Visual.com on your mobile device. To learn more, go to Visual.com forward slash mobile on your computer.
So welcome to tonight's festivities, our cosplay masquerade. We meet as strangers, outsiders, and we will leave here connected. I promise you that. Tonight, I promise you laughs, dances, thrills, internet memes, mostly internet memes, but I also promise you stories, untold stories. Each costume that you're gonna see tonight is one of your friends and peers, a testament to late nights spent knitting in front of Netflix, last minute compromises, dried, cracked fingertips on the verge of bleeding, all while motivated by the same thought of, I'm gonna look damn good in this. What is it about American fans and our need to internalize the shows that we love? Our need to put our thumbprint over what is canon, deciding what is the best moment of this. No, it's the last episode of season two. Screw you, season one opener! Set the entire pace for it. What is that? Some of it we do it through shipping, forcing two characters to end up happily ever after in our own heads. Doesn't matter, we still believe it. And some of us who are male and over the age of 15, for the rest of us, some of us do it with crossover cosplays. Some of us do it with fan fiction. It's the creative engine that fuels that energy unique that's only at anime conventions. The idea that we can take it, we can't make it better, we can make it ours. Compared to the teenage crowds that I'm seeing at most shows, I'm old school. I get this. I have to admit this to myself. I mean VHS old school. I mean, I take Dragon Ball Z and old school. I mean, turn, I mean, someone get off the phone, I'm trying to use the internet old school. Well, I did promise you memes. I mean, welcome, you have mail. You've got it. And as I watch the rise and fall and evolution of fandoms, I ride the high tides of the great shows, those pivotal, shocking moments, the things that are locked in my head, in my heart, those final moments from Cowboy Bebop, from Berserk, from Death Note, from Madoka. I stand mesmerized by a collection of strangers, all united in awe and respect for this medium. My fandom is different and expressed differently than your fandom. But I admit that. I accept that. And yet, here we are all together in a way that baffles every religious and political organization on the planet. Imagine that. My belief and my love are different than yours. And that's cool. Because I believe We've all taken it in the same way, through our eyes, through our ears, and directly to our hearts. Anime cons are no longer about anime cons. They're fan cons. I understand this now. They're, they are 4chan the sleepover camp. They are the internet as a LARP. They are Tumblr as a daycare. Thank goodness I started watching Supernatural before typing it into a Tumblr search. I'll see things that don't belong in an anime con. I'll see Star Trek, Star Wars, Doctor Who, Marvel Comics, My Little Ponies, Disney Princesses. 
and I have the same reaction every time. <laughs> Because I realized it was never about the anime. It, it'll never be about the anime. Anime conventions were never about the shows. They were about the fans. Not just the robots and the magical girls they helped, but what they meant to us superseded what the show was. They were role models. They were ideals that were worth fighting for. For a lot of us, they were hope of something better than us. The world out there beyond these walls, it's a weird, angry place full of grown-ups. They suck, by the way. It's a place that we were warned about in The Little Prince. It concerns itself with numbers, with profits, social standing, celebrity gossip, and taxes. It's a ridiculous place, filled with adults and cynics. And they will never understand what we have at these conventions. What those brave souls waiting backstage have to share and express. That never leaves you. Because they stay right here. That can't be taken away. So from my fandom, my heart, to yours, I say, welcome to your cosplay masquerade. So girls in the anime revolution, we have been ignored, pushed, shoved out of the way by the guys in the anime because we may not be the best. Well, these girls have had enough, and they are going to prove it. Ryoku, Otokami, Kurunai Sensei, and a maid are here to revolutionize with two NE1s. I am the best. Please welcome skit number one, Girls Are the Best.
Introduce the Red Ranger Jason, who has a special message for us all. Please welcome skit number two, Power Ranger PSA. So, oh lord, really? Okay. Oh, punctuation. Some verbs would also help. Gonna draw a penis. Oh, that looks terrible. I'll draw a bigger penis. Yep. Skit number three, S-A-N medley, when three sons get together to pay tribute to the queens of K-pop. Please welcome skit number three, S-A-N medley. Shut 
knows exactly what she wants and who she wants to be with. Yeah, just kidding. She's all over the damn place. <laughs> so it's up to Marceline to bring her back down to Earth. Please welcome skit number four, Flame Princess Knows. Hey, Flame Princess, I heard you broke up with my mans. Well, yeah, I'm sort of evil. But I thought you were good. I switch alignments a lot. So what, now you're looking for someone evil? Yes. Well, what exactly constitutes as evil? Oh, don't worry. I'll know. yourself a demon overlord, the hero eating vengeance seeking time. Yes. And I shall meet him when the time is right. Then my thought comes out on
Besides, you're unaligned. Well, I wouldn't expect a good guy to understand. Well, you want to know what a good guy thinks about the old heartthrob? No. Well, I'll tell you. that you're seeing and hearing about tonight. I end up talking a lot about it backstage at my podcast, downloaded uh, every week off of iTunes and Libsyn. It's called We Are The Geek. It is free for you guys every Monday. I interview fan celebrities. I've had Little Karibo, Doug Walker, and Brentel Floss on just the first 20 episodes. We also did a whole season about Doctor Who, classic, get to know your doctor, so that if you're one of those, I got who's maximum this time! I got who's maximum this time! You can die in a fire and actually learn a little bit about an actual smart show. 
You can actually learn. You can actually learn. He also did a blog on Disney Afternoon. Moving right along with one of my favorite movies of the last couple of months, One Person's Dream is Another's Nightmare. I know this all too well. <laughs> Guardians Jack and Sandy have learned this the hard way when they visit their old friend Pitch Black for a sudden unannounced visit. Please welcome Nissa, Charity, uh, Casey, Vanessa, and Corin in skit number five, Let Sleeping Boogeyman Lie. <laughs> Why, yes, I'm a natural charcoal black. Psst. Sandy, come here. <laughs> Why, yes, Lovecraft is one of my favorites. Look who it is. Got any sweet dreams with the boogeyman? He likes horses. So how about ponies? You know, the little ones. No, I, I don't want to ride the pony. Keep your rainbows to yourselves. My, my nightmares don't need makeovers. Makeovers? I thought someone said parties. Wait, wait, wait. Try this one. Children, friendship, and card games. What? That, that's definitely not the kind of shadow games that I'm used to playing. C card games on motorcycles? Okay, that's... um. Better yet. I know this really cute one from Japan with magical girls. It's Kawhi. Like me. Mm, now what? In, in the name of the moon, you will what? That is definitely not the kind of punishing I... No, no, keep, keep your friendship and your cute animal sidekicks over there. No, no, no! <gasps> you two? And just what are you two up to? Nothing. Nothing. Why, I'll teach you to mess with the dreams of the Nightmare King. Whoa! <laughs> Too slow. Get back here, Frost. <laughs> guys, guys, stop. Seriously. Can't we all just get along? I know. Music brings people together. Here's a little song from Jack's iPod. You were looking at my iPod? I can see a lot more than your playlist from up here, Jack. Wait, this isn't on my iPod. Let's get a lot. Everything gets a redub, everything gets a remix. It's only a matter of time before we get like a Les Mes ragtime, like, like Javert just decides to dress up like Al Jolson. Maybe like a little Dean Martin. Hey, who is this man with sort of devil to see? They had me caught in a trap and choose to let me go free. It was his hours at last to put a seal on my face, wipe off the past, and watch me clean up the sleeve. All it would take was a flip of his knife. Vengeance was his, and he gave me back my life. 
Devil's off a living, the dead of a thief. Deadly foul yield to the end of the chase. I am the law, and the law is not mocked. I'll spit his pity right back in his face. There is nothing on earth that we share. It is either Valjean or Javert, which is me. Time to drown. That was dark. We all know the story has been told again and again across all mediums, all cultures, all generations. The princess goes missing, and the brave hero goes to rescue her. But... What if someone else decides he's better for the job? Please welcome skit number six, brought to us by Samantha, Bethany, Sarah, Ben, and Sienna, The Legend of Groose. So, have I told, told you about my bird? Yeah, but you can tell me again. Guys, something terrible just happened! What?! Zerly got kidnapped! For the first time! <gasps> hey, what's going on here? Link says that Zelda was kidnapped! What?! Let me guess! This is all your fault, huh?! I knew you were gonna screw up big time! You there dragging our honored academy through the mud! Enough! I'm sure that if we work together, we can save her. Right, Link? Well, actually, I think I've got it covered. You see, there's this floaty spirit thing, and she led me to the goddess statue and told me that I'm the one destined to save her. Oh, and she gave me this really cool sword. Let me have a look at this. Gross! You know, Link, I don't think you're good enough to save her. How about you stay here while I do all the manly work? But, gross! Well, look who it is. I thought that tornado I stood up would have tossed and torn you apart. Yet here you are, not in... <laughs> you are not the hero. What, what is that on your head? Oh, this. I'll have you know I have the slickest pompadour in Skyloft. Yeah, I'm quite sure. Stop stalling, dude. I know you're the one that sells us, so just hand it over, or you'll have to pay the price. <laughs> well, we almost had her, until that lonesome servant of the goddess snatched her away. Do you have any idea how that made me feel inside? Uh, I don't care. Are you gonna fuck me or what? Well, I'm sure this will be an easy battle. Do make it interesting for me, will you? Gross, is everything alright? You again? I thought I told you I had this all under control. No, there he is. That's the hero, not you. We came down here as fast as we could. Uh, great. Now everyone's here. I'm the one who's supposed to do this. We're only trying to help. Yeah, that's what you're doing. I hate to cut this lovely reunion short, but the goddess's presence is all but faded from here. You win this one, Sky Child, but I'm warning you. Cross me again, and you're dead. So, I win? You'll give us Zelda back? Oh no, you still need to go through like six other dungeons. Okay, that's too much work. I'm out. Yes! Wait, that. When are we finally going to stop lying to ourselves and putting on euphemisms? When are we going to finally call Facebook Adbook? Pop-up ad book. 
When we're finally going to call Hulu, this commercial cannot be relevant to me at all. Tired of things that was just popping up, tired of the advertisements everywhere. Advertisements in breakfast cereals, advertisements on Twitter, advertisements on Facebook. My new album, Metro Kit Lorian, is now available for download on iTunes and Amazon. It's bloody everywhere. Speaking of lack of transitions, it's been a long, boring day at the Phantom Hive Manor. Yay, ennui. Sebastian heads into the study to finish up his chores when he is unexpectedly interrupted and mildly annoyed. Please welcome skit number seven, Transistor Trouble. for weeks. Yes, my lord. I'm sexy and I know it. I'm sexy and I know it. for your enemies. You're correct, my dear Undertaker. Let's put this theory to a test. 
you memes, I promised you song, and I promised you dance. What brings those bit better together than a Vocaloid skit? I would love to break your heart and tell you there's no Vocaloid skit, but move on! Hatsune Miku will be dancing Luka Luka Night Fever, so please welcome Matthew Hemmel and Mr. E.B. Masters production of Luka Luka Night Fever.
give it up one more time for Mr. E.B. Masters. That was spot on. We just picked up a free puppy the other day. Yeah, my girlfriend and I got a new dog. I was walking along the streets of Brooklyn. I saw a dog. I said, all right, free puppy. You're coming home with me. The dude holding the leash disagreed. Let's see how far he gets without his precious seeing eye dog. Shut up! I never said I didn't pay for the dog. We're not going to walk up to some old homeless dude bleeding out on the side of the highway and just take his dog. Get tested for rabies first. Happy birthday, Grandpa. I'm amazed that we got dogs. I'm more of a cat guy. I'm looking into getting fish. We've been researching. I want to get either ghost shrimp, because I love the sound of the name, or I want to get those beta fish. You guys know what I'm talking about? The ones at the pet store? The betas have those beautiful blue and red and, uh, and green big fan-like tails. Beautiful iridescent fish. I learned the hard way, though. You can only buy one at a time. You can't put two betas together in a tank. Because they murder one another. They don't know why they do it. We don't know why they do it. They just like doing it. And clearly you don't want to buy two fish and just watch them murder each other in a bowl. No. That's horrible. You want to get like 30 of them together in a big old tank. Bowl of popcorn that Saturday night. You call it Highlander the Tournament. The winner fights the cat. So coming up next, a little more Vocaloid. Two nations from Axis Palace Italia dancing to Leave in Summer, Yet You're Still in My Flip-Ops. By Hatsune Miku, please welcome Autumn and Victoria in skit number nine.
I'm gonna love when you guys are in like your 30s and 40s and you have nothing legitimate to ever complain about. Let me tell you how hard it was to get manga and anime in my day. We had to turn on our own iPad. That was it. We got things an hour before they were released in Japan. Nobu actually came to our houses via FaceTime and composed live in front of us. It was horrible. Try hooking up a Betamax recorder. <laughs> An evil Digimon virus, Diaboromon, has been uploaded into the computer system at ZenkaiCon, threatening to sabotage the entire masquerade. You know more than me. Thankfully, the Digidestin have managed to upload Terriermon to save us all. But the only way for Terriermon to save us and stop the virus from uploading is to dance to every possible aggravating song we've ever heard. So yeah, we're, we're screwed. Christopher, also known as on Facebook, that guy in a Terriermon suit presents skit number 10, Digimon Dance Revolution. Keep your eyes peeled. Dear Boromon could be anywhere. Did you just see the place? I was hoping you would come most of all. Look, we all know how this is going to end, Dear Boromon. Oh, do we now? Will you find that your revolutionary ability has been restricted? Rendering you a zero threat. <laughs> Here within the service of Zenkai, I control everything. This is my domain. Yeah, okay, we get it. You're a sinister, evil Digimon. But you know what? We don't need the Digivolve. Because Terriermon here knows how to bust a move. Now shake that group thing.
Masters. Dude, if you win, you are doing an encore whether you like it or not. That was awesome. skit guys hope you're ready for it and then we're going to do our walk-ons we got a great halftime presentation for you did you hear the good news because you're about to obviously you did <laughs> members from the 765 pro will be performing here today in just a few seconds be prepared for Chihaya Kisaragi and Hibiki Ganaha uh, to show you their rendition of Smoky Thrill. Who knows? Might even be better than Ryugu Komachi's. Anika and Lauren present our final skit number 11, Smoky Thrill. <laughs> These are the best that we have here at Zenkai Con. Gentlemen, if I may trouble you for some music, please. I like it, I like it. Please welcome, first of our walk-ons, Elizabeth. Uh, Jack brings us Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite. 
as Effie Trinket from the Hunger Games. Tommyish comes on next as Daenerys from Game of Game of Thrones. Winter is still here. Suck it, Fox of Honeypill. All right, somebody must have made the wrong decision and signed a contract with Kiwi because Barracuda and Bree Chan are coming on as Mommy and Sarah Miki from Barilla Magic Madoka. Saber Guild, the Jedi's the PA. Welcome, everybody.
Trojan sisters. You all embarked this remote planet Gamora because of a disturbance that could unbalance the force in a disastrous way. We have learned that followers of the Brotherhood of Darkness exist and have gathered on this planet to search for pieces of a very powerful Sith holocron that until now has always thought to have been just a myth. We have been charged by the Council to locate these holocron pieces so that they can be locked away in the vaults out of reach of the evil ones searching for them. How many pieces are there and how are we supposed to locate them? There are eight pieces, and they will glow when they are near one another. However, to find them, you must reach out with your feelings and listen for their call. Here is a piece that we have already located. I see that you have found something that already belongs to me. Surrender the piece and leave Gabble, or face the wrath of the dark side. There's no need for violence, brothers. We will really push this artifact in peace. Please, bring no harm to my students. <laughs> All too easy. Excellent work, my apprentice. Hand me the shard. Students, what has happened here? Master Antilles, you've arrived. Two cultish came, killed Master Cloudwalker, and stole the holocron shard. Do not be afraid. For fear leads to the dark side. We must stay focused on the task at hand. The Force is with us this day, for I have returned with another piece of the artifact. Narka, Matir, take this piece to our hidden transport. I want you to immediately return to our temple, so at the very least, they will lack this piece if we fail. Yes, Master Antilles. What happens if we fail? To understand that, you must first know the story of the Holocron which was once told to me by my late master, Dolan Amtar. Many ages ago, when awareness of the Force was just emerging, one Sith Lord exiled himself to the Outer Rim, immersing himself in dark knowledge. Decades of meditation and training granted him powers that most had not even dreamed existed. Powers so immeasurable, they could permanently unbalance the Force to the dark side enslaving the galaxy. The secrets to those powers he stored in a holocron, and when he made his return to the galaxy, a wake of fear, reverence, and envy followed him. Those who would not bow to him were slain, and his rule was absolute. But even he could not stop time, no matter how he tried. In his final years, he sought protection from two of his most adept assassins, staying reclusive on his starship. Yet the dark side of the Force knows no loyalty, and he was betrayed by those who he had trusted above all others.
destroy everything he had worked for than let it fall into another's hands. Pieces of the holocron were scattered throughout the planet Gamor in the explosion of his ship. But it seems that nothing is lost forever. when I know an easier way to gain glory. Return to the field and conquer 
I will interrogate the prisoner. <laughs> she will reveal the Jedi's secrets to me. I'll reveal nothing to you. My resolve will keep you silent. <laughs> we shall see, Jedi. We shall see. <laughs> The artifact is mine, don't you? <laughs> In a word, no. Then I will take the artifact and your head. Fool, what are you doing? I've come to take the artifact myself. The piece is for me. I don't answer to you. Assemble the holocron. I am certain that by now, Narka and Matir have left the planet with their shard. Master! Master! Narka, what has happened? Why are you still here? Where is Matir? We were ambushed by two of them. They kidnapped Matir and stole the shard. I am so sorry for failing you. Do not dwell on that now. We must make haste to rescue Matir before they uncover the location of the final piece. A center camp was 20 clicks north of here. Very good. Let's move.
we are on equal footing. We were never on equal footing. Kill them all. Judges up. Let's bring them back up. We've got some awards to give out. We've got some winners to announce. Come on back. Mandy Ness. Let's see. Tsunade no Hime and Jim Blaine. Hi, guys. Okay. Hi. So we're whole cosplay. Sweetness. Wooden guy fell down. Okay. How many participants did you have this year entering the whole cosplay? About 30 to 35. Every day or throughout the whole weekend? The whole weekend. How has it gone on? Have the costumes improved over the years? Oh, absolutely. I mean, each year everyone just gets better and really focuses on trying to do their best. And it's really, we, we love seeing the costumes. So, all right. Hey. So, how many awards do we have to give out? Oh. A lot. A lot. <laughs> all right. Let's do this. Let's get for it. All right, we're actually going to start with the certificates first. I don't know if they get queued up or not. No? Right? No, no. Okay. Uh, so the first certificate is going to go to Kira Valone for her Effie Trinket costume. Uh, I don't know if she was actually just on stage recently. She did a really good job patterning everything out and really based it off the uh, images she had actually before the movie came out. So she loved the fact she had brocade and she went for it. So if you're here, please come up. You better be coming. The odds are ever in your favor. So our next award is going to Alana Hankerson for the heroine. Was, was that the name of her character or is that what she used to bribe you with? <laughs> the character is called the heroine. From what? Don't add. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. We're, we're, we're special cookies up here. So you were holding out for a hero? Did she have to She's got to be strong. She's got to be right. Did yeah. she have to be fresh from the fight? Oh, absolutely. I need a hero. But she took a couple patterns and you know, drafted them together, you know, put different things. It was really, really, really good. And we appreciate the effort you put into it. Yay. 
So congrats. I hope I pronounce this right. <laughs> Our next uh, certificate goes to Barry Schrager for her mommy Tomoe. Thank you. Yes. What I liked about this outfit that she actually looked at different screen caps and got small details that you normally don't see in other options. I gotta go closer. I'm off. Can you hear me? I just want to say, Charlotte, you can go to hell. You ruined episode three. It was beautiful. I love the wig work. I love how she matched the, the 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 colors, just down to the fine. It was wonderful detail on that one. So the next one is Brianna Dosher, Sayaka Miki from Modoka. So one thing she had was a jewel that most people don't see in the anime as much. She actually had the screen caps, kind of broke it down, resin, really good detail in her outfit. And here she comes! Ooh, I have the microphone. Uh, the next certificate goes to Bailey Morgenstein. Uh, she did the costume Sarah's Victoria from Helsing. Uh, her, her and her mother put this together. They used uh, piping for a bunch of the lines, a really nice seam work. Uh, she ended up actually styling the wig. It was a little longer, and she cut it and made it a little better. Uh, here she comes. She was so cute. award goes to Nicole Hamilton for her Nico Robin. She did the outfit for um, the Alabasta arc. Really good detail work. She, I love the fur on this jacket. It's soft. You know, I'm really proud of the work that she put into this. I guess we can announce the next one. Okay. Straight down by all day for. Gotcha. Right, how you okay. That? So you can oh, what are you doing? I can read it off. Oh, you want to okay. okay. I like it. All right. There's, there's our Nico Robin. Great work on that stuff. You got it. So the next winner was Evelyn Garcia, who was Haku and uh, Sugetsu from Naruto Shippuden. She actually entered on Friday and Saturday, and both were equally wonderful, so we gave her the, the one certificate for both costumes. Uh, she took apart different types of clothing and figured out how they worked in order to make her own garments. And she come, oh, she also had uh, props, but unfortunately she doesn't have the props with her today. But they were really wonderful as well. Mm -hmm. So the next award goes to... I'm sorry if I butcher this. A Stephanie Sylvia for Harley Quinn's hammer. So what I liked about this, she looked at these objects that you wouldn't think 
a flower pot and frisbees and made it into the hammer that you see was Harley Quinn for um, Arkham City in the game. <laughs> Bright lights, can't see bodies moving. <laughs> Our next certificate, which is the last one before we get into the uh, other awards, is uh, for Bonnie Brock for her Black Waltz, number three. We call this one Wingtastical. Um, I don't know if you got to see her walk around the convention yesterday. I don't know if she wore it today, but she had these awesome wigs, she, wings. She picked out certain feathers for the detailing. Um, she had an awesome harness. The clothes, the the cloak as well was very well done, and I loved her hat as well. Oh, wait a minute, you were in a skit. <laughs> no more wings, I. <laughs> well, I don't know. All right, so now we're going to move on to the Friday Hall Awards. Um, the first entry is the, or I'm sorry, the first one goes to the youth category, and... Her name is uh, Mary Malark from Sealand from Hitalia. What was nice about the outfit, it was the little hat, the detailing that you put into it. It fits the character perfectly and everything like that. Uh, it's very adorable. You can't, it's cuteness. <laughs> Alrighty, we're moving on to our honorable mention for Friday, and that's to oh Barry Schrager for her Cheryl Name. No, no, no. I'm sorry, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> From Macross Frontier. Yeah. So what we like about the costume was the detailing that she put into the corset, the short. She really broke down the outfit to figure out how she was going to play it out. I really like that show. <laughs> So our third place award is, is going to go to Brie Dozier for her Mari Makinimi from Neo Jazz Evangelion. I saw her yesterday. It was amazing. We actually haven't had a chance. Um, if she, I don't know if she's wearing it today or not, but oh, she's not. Oh, oh. <laughs> but um, she really did wonderful drafting work on her um, her dress form in order to get it right. And has fixed it up several times, and it just. That was it looked really beautiful. Yeah, it was amazing. Apparently. <laughs> Shapeshifter. <laughs> so our second place award is going to Darling Soza, role from Mega Man. She totally fit the character role, you know. Roll, haha. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, she plotted out the pattern and the red detailing. Uh -huh. No, uh, no, it's not. No. I'm a lot of. Anyway. So she kept it. It's 
a quote-unquote simple costume, but she kept it absolutely clean, and it looked was very beautiful. This the um, zipper on the back was just absolutely gorgeous. She went, yay! Hi! It was so cute. So, first place for Friday is Krista Lee. She did Shigari Koza from History's Minus Disciple Kaneji. What I liked about this outfit, she took the pattern, she spray painted, well, hand painted it. I was trying to say the wig work, and also the fact that she really thought into her makeup. And how she was going to do the eyebrows and everything like that. It was really a good job. Liking eyebrows. Yay! Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Fabulous. All right, we're moving on to the Saturday Hall Awards. Uh, the first one's for the youth. Uh, Zoe Bassett. From Totoro, my neighbor Totoro, which my daughter absolutely loves. <laughs> she was just so darn adorable. She really did really nice job putting everything together, matching uh, the little. She had little foam pieces in the um, ears and fuzzy furs, and she entertained us. So, <laughs> hey, hold on. I guess they're on me. So our honorable mention for Saturday is going to Jillian Dow for Daenerys. Daenerys from Game of Thrones. She went into dyeing this fabric multiple times, hand-painted the work. The lace detailing is warble, so she had to hand-cut it, heat it, color it. It was such a good work. I'm, yeah, happy. I really like her wig that she used. She bought a, uh, a basic, uh, I think, braided wig and then smoothed it out some more and then styled it up for herself. And it's really beautiful. No. <laughs> no sorry. sorry, no dragons here. That's your job. It's my, oh, my job. Okay, sorry. Um, for third place... Oh, I'm going to butcher, butcher this, and I'm so sorry. Uh, it's uh, Jennifer Ozimek, Oz, Ozimek, from, thank you, from uh, Sakura Kinemoto from Kite Carpenter Sakura. Here she comes. She patterned it herself. She uh, made an inside lining, so you could, like, you know, you can't see the seams on the inside. It's absolutely beautifully done. The uh, organza, she went through and... Um, actually did a proper hem on it. It's just quite beautiful. And her, this is really nice. So she made that. <laughs> it's very nice. Good. Thank you so much. Good job. <laughs> Our second place award is going to Joseph Magikar. <laughs> I hope it's right. Magikar. He was dressed as Zach Fair from Final Fantasy VII. What was nice is the prop work that he put into it. It's how do you want to go into it? Oh, so he he made the sword himself, the um, pauldrons as well. He really worked on those. Um, even though he 
didn't make the pants. He made them. He bought extra larges and then you know fitted them to his body so it gave the shape of Zach. Uh, he actually knitted his uh, shirt. So and he styled his wig. It was absolutely great. So thank you so much for showing it to us. Good job. First place uh, goes to Jenna Kazmar from Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite. Uh, you actually should have seen her notes on this costume. She brought us several images and her notes everywhere, and she really put a lot of hard work into it. The uh, uh, yeah, of course, detailing. <laughs> uh, she actually her her courses. She really worked in it. It was really. I'm sorry, I'm getting nervous on stage. <laughs> Aww. This look very cute. It's really good. So we're kind of moving on. This award is called Neophyte. It goes to those who have never entered before, brand new to this whole hog cosplay thing. So this award is going to Hope Chin, Marissa Karen from Hope. Pleating, the skirt, the top, the hat was actually adorable. Good job, good work. And now we come to the end. This costume was huge. Costume was ruffly. Costume was elegant yet scary. It goes to Christine Hickey. I saw this in the elevator. It was terrifying, but the detail was immaculate. Originally just started as an idea, colors, little pixels on a screen. Congratulations to all of our winners. Judges, you had a lot of cosplay masquerade skits. Why don't you come on and tell us who wins this year? Which of that has gone? No, no, okay. 
Okay, I'm helping. Slide, 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 slide. We're not going to shove him out of the way. <laughs> Just shove yeah. him on stage. <laughs> okay, this first one is for... Uh... <laughs> oh, it's so sad. It's so sad I'm tear-bending. Um, the first one is for youth. This was skit number eight. Matthew Hamill as Miku Hatsune from Vocaloid. Do you want to talk about it? Thank you. His dancing was fantastic. Do you want to do that? Sure, why not? And next we have our honorable mention, which is skit number 11, Annika and Lauren as Idolmaster. Talk about it. Talk about, talk about it. This skit won because it was awesome. Their uh, dance was great. They were in sync, and we had fun watching them, right? And third place goes to number eight again, Matthew Hamill as Miko Ahatsune from Vocaloid. He looked like he was having fun dancing on this stage. I have to give credit for that. You have to have fun when you're doing skits. I thought he was adorable. I mean, come on. Good job. Next, we have second place. Anyone have a phone? Of course, it's skit number seven. Bonnie, Sarah, and Brienne from Black Butler. This, just love this skit. It, it's not often you get a skit that makes death fun to watch. together, didn't it? Didn't it? Oh, yeah. It just did. All right. Uh, in first place, we have skit number six, Samantha Bethany, Sarah, Ben, and Sienna, Legend of Zelda. We really like this skit because, uh, I mean, you know, it had a beginning, middle, and end. That's always nice. It is always nice. Yeah. And uh, it was funny. They looked like they were having fun. You could see their gestures and their lip syncing was fantastic. Not to mention their costumes were great. Good job, guys. Next, we have our Best Craftsmanship Award. Which goes to Nissa, Charity, and Casey for Rise of the Guardians. Yeah, right. 
Um, their costumes were fantastic. Um, they said they were novices, but we decided that they're going to be bumped up to journeymen because of their craftsmanship level. Um, I mean, just look at them. The hand stitching, the body paint, the prosthetics. That's a real stick. Everybody likes a real stick, not a fake one. Aww. Good job, you guys. I mean, your costumes are fantastic. We really enjoy judging them. And then best presentation. Okay. Do you want to do best presentation? Well, I already have a microphone, so it's my show. For best presentation, again, we have number six. Legend of Zelda, Samantha, Bethany, Sarah, Ben, Sienna. That's right, we made you sit down so you could get back up again. Just when you thought you were done. Yep, we loved your presentation, guys. You had a really great, tight skit. Take that. Everybody clap. Good job, you guys. Thank you so much. And drum roll, best in show. Best in show goes to Nissa Charity and Casey once again for Rise of the Guardians. Is there anybody? Is there anybody out there you guys would like to thank, like to shout out for their support for driving you places? Maybe everybody. Everybody drove you around. No. You're the prince of nightmares. Rent a damn car. I just want to say this is the best group of friends ever. Seriously, they're so talented. Sandy and Jeff uh, raced. Sandy and Jeff raced to get here. <laughs> I th I'm going to thank the Zenkaicon staff for actually being organized and giving lots of feedback. Like, as soon as we ask something, they let us know. So thank you for being that. Please do that again. <laughs> Congratulations, guys. I have the best friends! <laughs> Congratulations, guys. Center stage, I want you to bow. Cameras up and out, folks. This is your best in show skit 2013 Zenkaicon Cosplay Masquerade. Is that all there is? Is that all there is? And keep that applause going for all of our judges, our tireless tech crew, our staff, the PI Jedi Saber Guild. Oh my god, for that halftime skit! Each and every one of you. If you are not up here this year, I look forward to greeting you next year. 
Thank you so much, 2013 Zenkai Have a great Saturday night. Enjoy your night. Stick around for the dance and the concert. Music by the Leap Street Boys. You can find their music online at www.leapstreetboys.com. Get our videos without stopping by our website? Then subscribe to us in the iTunes store. Just go to vidgle.com forward slash iTunes or search Vidgle in the iTunes store. That's V-I-D-G-L-E. 